And now, episode 66, part 2, the best standard format ever. Obviously, right now, the big thing is people t- even talking on Twitter earlier, and I saw a little bit of what you were saying about um, about Callblade and Ban Jace, Ban Stoneforge, Mystic, Ban Batter Skull, Ban Manalik, you know, all this ridiculousness. Oh, yeah, Ban Manalik, that's a really good idea for the format. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we should do that. That sounds. That's like the worst idea I've heard. Some of these, I, I think, the only a- card that you could defend yourself against against Exarch Twin is Mana League. Why would you ban that card? Like the other cards people play aren't good. They're really not good. Well, I, I never really hear you talking too much about, or at least advocating uh, banning anything. Like I don't, I don't really recall. I, oh, this even is over the course of the years, the best standard formats that has ever existed. Why should we ban a card? Like, I, like there have been so many miserable standard formats. Like, Joey, I know who you are. Okay, but like, honestly, the idea of anyone ever casting a misbind click sickens me. <laughs> it's so bad for magic. It's like disgusting. Honestly, like every time someone casts a misbind click, someone wants to quit magic. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's not interactive, and it's stupid. That deck rewards idiots. Like, <laughs> how, hard, how hard it is, to, is it to look at your opening hand and say, do I have Bitter Blossom? If no, consider mulliganing your hand. You know, like, <laughs> oh, do I have Thoughtseize, and am I going first? I may keep this hand. Oh, you know, I, so I have broken ambitions, and I'm going first? I may keep this hand. Like, that's the extent of the skill in the deck. Like, oh, I drew both Bitter Blossom, Mistbind, Click, and three lands in my opening hand. Likelihood of winning? <laughs> Regardless of matchup? High. You know, it's it's absurd. Like, that's blatantly bad for magic. So and, like, what do you feel, I guess, you know, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on any of that. Uh, what do you feel like, what, I guess, what would you say to somebody who says, well, the same thing applies to Callblade because all it needs is a turn to Stoneforge Mystic and... Yeah. That's ludicrous. You know how many idiots play Callblade and don't win every week? It, it's not Callblade by itself isn't winning every week. You notice that it's HUDBOT, Jerry, and Edgar are dominating. Or, like, if Josh Rabbits plays in the tournament, he'll make top eight. Okay? Yeah. It's the same dudes winning. Do you know why? Because the deck is highly skill-intensive. I watched Dave Shields play against uh, Phil Napoli. The dude is a master of the Callblade mirror. The decisions that he made, he was so far behind against PNFs, and he dug out of it and crushed him. Like, it had nothing to do with the cards. He just p- severely outplayed him. And PNFs is a good friend of mine, you know? Right. I wanted PNFs to win. But, like, she smashed him. Just like he probably smashed everyone in the Grand Prix he won. It's super skill intensive. You know, like Edgar Flores has probably won more Callblade mirrors than the next two people on the planet put together. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's, it, it, this is such a great format. It's a great format. When players like Jerry Thompson, who put in the work every week to figure out how to get the edges, are rewarded in the top eight. You know, it's a great format when, when a player like Edgar Flores makes, he makes these changes that are imperceptible to players who are of insufficient, you know, uh, caginess in magic analysis. They're like, oh, what's the difference? He had a broken deck. He he opened Jace, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not, dude. Like Edgar's deck when he like when he won the one, he had like the twenty five land deck, 
with no Gideons and like all the ones. That's a different deck. And then once Darkblade came out, he had this like super disruptive version with four End of the Royals, four Mana Leaks, four uh, four Spell Pierces, and the one that he basically has been playing the last couple weeks. Like that's a different deck. Like that deck is aware of the of what's going on around him. You know, the decisions made by the player are so deliberate. They're cutting off the. You know these these other lines that are being rejected, and and Edgar I admire the most. He, he he was the only one who didn't go into other colors. You know, like right, he didn't go into black, he didn't go into red. You know, it was in vogue somewhere else. And instead, they figured out mortar pod. That how insane is it that you have this deck that like, you know, they figure out mortar pod, and that's that's a magical moment. Or like the original version of Callblade, where they're like defending themselves with Silvok Life Staff. It's it's. It's just like, this deck is a testament to what could be great and wonderful about magic. Like, good players, like, not the hive mind, not like a million nameless moto players bashing together like monkeys with keyboards until, you know, something came out that's like, you know, vaguely resembles a bunch of Legos or something. It's like (laughs) a concerted group doing good work, putting together something, and then ongoing refinements and superb technical play by the best prepared players in the room. This is the definition of what we want in a meritocracy of magic. Like it's awesome. It's, it's literally awesome. So I, I, I actually, I feel pretty similarly to what you're saying. Like I really enjoy, I enjoy playing with Callblade. I enjoy watching Callblade. I know a lot of people really, a lot of people seem to disagree with me. I'm just getting, I wish I could agree with you guys. I, I appreciate Mike's enthusiasm on the subject, but uh, well, here's, I, I want you to I want you to elaborate in a second, Joe. Just let me uh, real quick because I'm actually leading into into that. Uh, I think in general, and I'm not actually saying this is your opinion, Joe, but sure. in, in general, I think people look people the general person the the guy who goes to FNM and and occasional PTQs and and watches the SCG live coverage looks at the uh, the top eight and sees all these Callblade decks and yeah they. You know, it is the same players, but it's also the same decks most of the time, and they're going to go, okay, well, this is what I want to play because it's obviously a strong a strong deck, so they bring it to FNM, and more and more everybody else is doing the same thing, so it's it's kind of creating like a stale format, which I it's think not. is – well, I think that's the, 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 that's the opinion. It rewards anyway. skill in the mirror. It, it literally rewards skill in the mirror. Like the mirror doesn't come down to draws. Like I, it doesn't even – it doesn't come down to Jace. Like – most of the statements that people make are just ignorant. Right. Like, that's, like Josh Rabbits, when, the round that he qualified for U.S. Nationals, his opponent outjaced him four jaces to none in the, in the deciding game. He literally drew four more jaces than Josh drew. Resolved all four. The game was never close. Josh was ahead the entire game. The, the opponent got squadron hogs. He got swords. Josh just outplayed him at every single every single step. He outpaced Stoneforge Mystic, Squadron Hawk, and Sword with one mortar pod. That's and he was never behind. It was amazing. Like you, like like people who are like you know whatever armchair pundits are like you know this format is about broken Jace. They're morons. Like, yeah. They ever watched one of these matches go on? Like, and it's like the thing is like. Bad players don't know how to use Jace. I think like the average player just brainstorms. Like you've seen a lot of matches, right? Mm-hmm. They just brainstorm, right? Mm-hmm. Brainstorm is usually the worst thing that you can do. That's interesting. It's, yeah. Like almost always, unsummon is the best play. Like it's unsummon leeches so much mana from your opponent 
or like and that or fate seal like the reason fate seal is good is because it makes your opponent attack your jace instead of attacking you and they can't get sword bonus if they're attacking jace right like it's like, I, I don't know so, it, like, if only like people players who are playing at like the 27th percentile are playing against each other then yeah maybe it comes down to the cards so but yeah, it's I think it's just a matter of perception, and a lot of people aren't looking as deep as you are to see all these kind of things. And they just watch the matches that you're commentating on. Yeah, well, I mean, they could just saying. try that. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I think a lot of people are just tired of seeing the same cards do well. So whether or not the players are, you know, the, but, the play. Yeah, so but the, I'm just saying that. What, what I object to is it's not the same cards. Is it the same cards when AJ and and Jerry are winning with Cunning Spark Mage, and their Stoneforge Mystic is getting Vassal's Caller instead. Is it the same cards when a card like Mortar Pod, which was initially rejected in the Paris version, becomes the defining card in the deck in terms of its ability to win the Mirror Match? Is, is it really the same deck? I'm sorry, they're really the same cards when Mortar Pod is outpacing four Jaces to none? Because that's what Josh had. He had a Mortar Pod. And he crushed his opponent who had a sword and four Jaces. And it was, it, like, I just watching from over Josh's shoulder, it was obvious he was going to win the entire time. Like, he just wholly outplayed him, regardless of the, regardless of, like, what his opponent was doing and brainstorming or whatever. It was just so irrelevant. Right. Um, and is it the same cards when, like, a really smart player is, like, siding out their counterspells for, like, creature removal or, like, a player like Edgar Flores is lowering the curve and taking out what are basically the sacred cows of the deck? You know, a few months ago, people were saying, oh, Gideon should be a top ten card. Obviously, Gideon has never been close to being a top ten card in standard at any point in his career. But people are like, oh, Gideon's super good. If most of the time when people say how good Gideon is, it involves having both Jace and Gideon in play at the same time. Like, oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think when people say the same cards, what they're seeing is Stoneforge Mystic, Jace, and now, uh, you know, the, the new sword, or the Sword of Peace and Salmon, yeah, and then like, Batter Skull. And- any format that you play in is going to have ten best cards that you can play, you know? Is it so much... I mean, do you guys remember not that long ago where people thought Valakut was the best deck in standard? I mean, it was never the best deck in standard. Really? But people said it was. I thought it was pretty good back in, like, de- November, December. I think that was around when it was it was winning a lot. I mean, and, uh, it was fine. Yeah, I don't... I mean, like, it, that that deck was was uh, simultaneous to Nick Spagnuolo's black-blue deck. Yeah. And look at look at how what were the world's performances. Right. It was not close. And even at that point, Black Blue was probably not actually the optimal deck you could play, but it was significantly better than Valakut. You could play Blue Green Genesis way and beat both the decks. It's you know, and beat pretty much all the Jace decks and uh, had like a hundred percent matchup against Prime and Titan decks. I mean all the decks have weaknesses, right? So that deck's not great against Boros. I mean, would you really have rather been Valakut than Boros? Heads up. How about Valakut versus Boros, rather than Boros in many other matches? I don't think Valakut was ever the best. Okay. It's it's like the definition of a deck that I wouldn't want to play. I <laughs> I can't disagree with you there. I never wanted to play with Valakut. But, uh... I mean, like, if you look at your opening hand, you're like, am I supposed to keep this? Like, I think that that's, like, the average thing that I would think when I look at the Valakut opening hand. <laughs> so, Joe, I know I cut you off before, but I wanted to hear, uh, wanted you to express, like, your side of things uh, on, on the... Uh... You on know, the format? On the format, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess I, sh- I should preface by saying that, like, you know, I've got an underground sea sitting next to me fresh out of my package from Star City. So my head's pretty much in Legacy right now um, anyway, like, regardless of uh, how I feel about Standard, you know. So, like, I think a lot of my opinion on Standard has to do with the fact that I'm so enamored with Legacy right now. Um, 
I think Legacy is a cool format. I have never had more fun playing Magic in my entire life than uh, these last couple months playing Legacy. Like, it's it's, it's totally why, like. Why are you not like? Why do you not like Standard? It's literally one of the, it's, it might be the best Standard format of all time. I then if, if this is the best Standard format of all time, then I never want to play Standard again. <laughs> I would guess that part of your how enamored you are with Legacy is based on the fact that you play against an inordinate amount of players who play unplayable decks. No, like, I mean, we, I play against, like, you know, junk decks. and That's an unplayable deck. Oh. That deck cannot win a tournament that is that is populated by players playing good decks. If the fact that it has won tournaments is only a function. The fact that about 75% of the players in Legacy tournaments play unplayable decks. I've been playing against, I play all kinds, against all kinds of different decks, and that's but, the point. I no. play against all kinds of different decks, Mike. Joe. Playing a, a grown-up playing Legacy would not play most of those decks. They cannot win tournaments. They cannot Such win yes. long tournaments. Which Goblins, deck? unplayable. Zoo, unplayable. Junk, unplayable. Are you assuming, thing, why are you assuming that like my friends don't know how, don't have decks? Come on, man. Come on, do man. They, do they play Goblins, Junk, and Zoo? Uh, my roommate has all three of those decks, hilariously enough. Yes, but, those uh, decks are not good. But like my, no, but, like, my friend, uh, no, uh, no, Joey has, I mean, Joey has decks, right? Joey, you've got, um... I've got, like, Team America and Standstill right now. Yes, you and can play those decks. Those are Team good America, decks. Um, my buddy Noyan plays High Tide. Uh, with the Candelabras, you know, um, he's also got, uh, he's also working on a... Uh, he's, he's been messing around with a version of 12 Post, although I haven't had a chance to play against him yet. I don't uh, know. I'm not sure. 12 Post seemed impressive when I first started playing against it, but I don't think it's probably a real deck. I don't think it has enough. It doesn't have enough blue cards, I think, to support its Force of Wills. And then it's so, so easily disrupted by by basically anything. Yeah, Noyan actually, uh, actually, I think, cut the Force of Wills? Or he cut, like... Oh, man. Here, here's the rule for Legacy. And the thing is, like... I, I don't know. Like, the fact that this isn't widely enough spread is its kind of ludicrous. The, you have to play with Force of Will or at least Cabal Therapy. I agree. No, I agree 100%. So I will like, not play a Legacy deck without Force of Will. Yeah, but the people top 16 with goblins, you know? <laughs> like, the, uh, I mean, it's just... Well, not anymore. It, Thank you, uh, Mental Misstep. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but, like, but for... You know, six months ago, they were making top eight of a of a Star City Open with goblins. That's impossible. It should never happen. You know what else is possible? Um, making top eight with, like, all but, like, two decks in standard. Like, I don't know. I just don't feel – I don't know. And maybe it's just – I mean no, – It's not. Standard, your perception is wrong. Not. You can play tons of different decks in standard. You can, top eight you is just the best deck of all time. You can play with as many decks as you want, but doesn't mean you're going to do vampires. it. Vampires, like you can't. If it, if people like vampires is like one of the worst decks you could play. Like people still could top eight with that. It's really bad. Like, has, it, it's, has it been the same guy top eighting with it? As it is, yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, the one guy is good at vampires, I guess, but like it's not. It's really bad. Like it's too slow, and it doesn't. I mean, when I when I queue up. In a moto queue, it doesn't matter what deck I have if my opponent is vampires. <laughs> it's it's just such a bad deck. Like I don't know why anyone would ever play it. Like it's just weaker than every other deck at everything it wants to do. It has like one good card. 
No, it's okay. a different guy. Yeah, it's a okay. different guy than you're thinking of. Yeah. No, I'm, it, no, no, I thought it was the same two. I thought it was the same guy two weeks in a row with vampires, but it wasn't. So. I mean, are you, let's, let's talk about pre-New Phyrexia standard for a second, rather than New Phyrexia standard. Let me, like, let me let me say this. I, 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 I don't think – this is the thing. I do not think that Jace is the problem, okay? I think that the people who think Jace should be banned are looking at – at the wrong thing. Um, I've been saying over and over again that I think that if they want to, you know, switch up the format and make it healthy uh, because they, I don't have any interest in it right now. They should get rid of Stoneforge Mystic. Um, What if they just got rid of Sword of Feast and Famine? No. No, seriously. Stoneforge Mystic was never a problem before Sword of Feast and Famine. And in a world with Batterskull and Sword of War and Peace, people are still getting Sword of Feast and Famine as the first target for the most part. Still. It's the the best card against control. I think that they should ban the tutor. You know what I mean? I I, I always think that they should. I mean, mean, Zach says it's it's just a one-two. But but here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. With a marginal ability. I mean, I didn't say that. Zach said that. But he's an R&D, and he's a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> I think that for as long as Stoneforge Mystic is in the format, we're going to see six to eight decks in the top eight every week with sto- four copies of Stoneforge Mystic <laughs> somewhere in them. But don't and, you like it when Mono White Control with Stoneforge Mystic does as well? Doesn't that make you happy? No. No, I, not anymore. <laughs> I never had as much fun as when I – I mean, I just played so much Mono White Control for a while. Just, it's so fun to play. I just think it's like Stoneforge Mystic decks. It's just like which Stoneforge Mystic deck? Right? Like I couldn't believe that you know you would even play a deck without Stoneforge Mystic. <laughs> like Stoneforge Mystic decks reward creature comp. It actually reward a lot of the things that are good at magic. First of all, they give you an opportunity to screw up. Like that's that's the first thing. So like Dave Chill. Like, no, I don't care about that. Like, the time players make the wrong decision on Stoneforge Mystic on the second turn. They already I made a mistake. I, I, yeah. I don't run. I don't run Grand Prix. I don't run. Uh, Star City opens. I run FNMs. You know what I mean? And when it's just a bunch of Stoneforge Mystic decks winning every week, it makes people not want to play standard. Yeah, um, I look you at can't make decisions like this based on players who are playing at like the 12th percentile. But I mean, that's, like, where, okay. that's where Wizards makes their money. You know, the people I, who... You, know, you can't make that argument because Wizards no, make their money. Playing, 75% of the money they make are based on players who don't play in tournaments at all. So like, forget about the, how good FNM players are. They're better right now. Wizards is better right now at acquiring new customers that they can transform into tournament customers than they've ever been before. You can't and, make that argument. But that's they're, the, they're like, what they should do is to cul- cultivate really good formats that are that are rewarding of players that are putting in time and effort. That's what they should do. But now they're about to just hand everyone two Stoneforge Mystics, and. I think that all you're ever going to see are just Stoneforge Mystic decks because now even the players who don't want to spend twenty, thirty dollars on a on a, like a good standard card will have those cards. So I just feel like you're all you're going to see are Stoneforge Mystic decks. And that's not true. Like Stoneforge Mystic isn't even the best deck you can play right now. Like that, it's just there's nothing wrong. That, that's my point. Like. Well, I think there are a lot of people who would disagree with you on that. I mean, it's not to say that. I mean, maybe they're wrong. I don't know, but um, but I I think that this the format sucks. I have I think that um, what do you want in a format? Let me just ask you in the abstract. What do you want in a format? I want to be able to like look at a deck. I want to. I want. I want. 
options, damn it. Like, I don't want to. You can play lots of different decks. Many of them are playable. You can play blue-white Callblade. You can play blue-black Control. Splashing white just for Call, for for Stoneforge Mystic. You can Um, play Black poison. I mean, let's. I, I just want to talk. Let's talk about. And that's. Why, and by the way, I mean, all this, all this, all bitching aside. Like, I'm actually working on a standard deck. I am building like a mono black uh, infect deck. Uh, so, I mean, I am actually building something, despite how much I hate the format. You I'm can stuck. play elves. You can play all different kinds of decks. But you can't win with any of those decks. Like all of those decks are just you're, like you're just missing this very obvious point. The good players are winning with Callblade. It's not just Callblade. At the Grand Prix that Shields won, look at the decks that four decks that weren't Callblade. They were played by the best rug players in the world. Like, not just the best rug players in the room. It was like Michael Jacob, Bertoncini, etc. Like, the format is perfect. The best players that are specializing at the best decks are succeeding. If Brian Kibler wants to top eight with Blue Black Poison, he will. If you not a- notice that? If this like, is a perfect standard format, I quit standard. But like, you don't know what no, but Joe, you don't know what you want. The thing is like you're like, oh, I just decide to be against this thing. But you can't say what you want. You're like, I want options. You have options. It, you but you're missing the point. It's not any idiot with Cobbley does not make top eight. That's not how it works. Just, but the every idiot plays <laughs> What? I can't control what any random player decides to play. In 2003, the most commonly played deck by, like, 40% was Blue-Green Madness in Standard. It was, like, a 35% win expectation deck. But it was by far the most popular deck. Why? I don't know. It had terrible mana, and it was trumped by almost every other strategy. I can't tell why people play certain decks and don't win with them. Like, that's, that's that's not the purview that we have. Like, but... What we're saying is, like, there are many, many different standard formats that have been played in the past, and for the most part, they didn't reward skill the way that this format does. They just rewarded, like, how many times can I flip up lightning, you know? That was, like, when, when I first started listening to you guys, you wanted to ban Bloodbraid Elf. <laughs> like, why the hell would you ban Bloodbraid Elf? What did he ever do to anybody? You know? <laughs> it's, it's a 4-drop 3-2. I mean, look. Like, you know, sometimes you hit lightning. Is that, that that's really, oh man, sometimes you hit lightning. <laughs> and Bloodbraid Elf. Yeah, sometimes you would hit, you would hit Sprouting Thrinax. Should we ban Bloodbraid Elf because you hit Sprouting Thrinax? I mean, if somebody hits Sprouting Thrinax, Bloodbraid Elf, I'm pumping the fist. Like, thank God he hit Sprouting Thrinax. Like, it, it's, like, what do you well, want? What do you want for magic? Like, I you learned- never like standard. Every single time you want to ban something. I learned to like Jund. I played Jund. I played Jund in uh, Grand Prix DC at your urging. Yeah, but you wanted to, ban <laughs> to play Mono Red. I wanted I mean, to play Mono Red. You, 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 my whole point is you don't. You, you, you're saying let's ban this. This is awful. You have no solution, and and you're just. I don't think you know what you want. I think you're like, oh, this is bad. What's good then? Legacy. <laughs> Legacy, the what I think honestly, what you like about Legacy is a symptom of people playing bad decks. You have an illusion that the decks are viable because they play against other bad decks. If everyone just played good decks in Legacy, you would think the same thing. But because there's 40 available decks, people play many of those decks even though they're not good. But I just think it's exciting I against the, I play watch or play. Period. Played in Star City Open, somebody played 42 land against me. Why would you ever play that deck? 
I have no idea. I would never play that deck. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, Why it's are you fun saying I would play that? I mean, kind of. Like, do you think it's fun to play against Team America? How about, like, let's play against... Yeah. Is it fun to play against Team America? Like, Spiteful Your Land, Stinkhole Your Land, Wasteland Your Land, Tarmogoyf? That's fun? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fun to you. Yeah, that's you fun. The flip. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> I... <laughs> Um, I mean, like, the good decks of Legacy are not fun to play. It's not fun to play against Breakfast. <laughs> sure like, it is. I mean, if the Aetherbile resolves, you lose. I mean, how, how is that fun? I think it's a, a matter, the whole thing is a matter of, of feeling like you're playing against the same thing over and over again. So it's, it, Legacy, Legacy seems fun because there's people playing tons of decks. And, Legacy... You know, Mike, Mike, you're saying it's because a lot of the decks are unplayable, but it's a lot of different decks, and so it's something different every round, so it seems fresh. You can, and you can like, look at the deck that Jerry made that, like, I think, who, I mean, did Drew and AJ make top eight that week or something ridiculous, like the Landstill deck? Oh, it was, yeah, like a, it was Jerry and Drew. And, uh, it was just obviously an awesome deck. Like, I looked at it and I was like, wow, it's a really good deck. Good players winning with it. Good. But the thing is, like, the context that it's in is mostly because people are playing against decks that that deck would just crap on. You know, they're just playing in such a way that, like, the good cards that Jerry chose to put into his deck would exploit them. You know, Look at this deck here. I mean, I, this is actually the first time I've really looked at the Louisville results from like the energy field deck. No, the black white discard. I saw the energy field deck. Look at this black white discard with batter skulls and chromoxes and gatekeeper of Malakir, Mirren Crusader, my homeboy Stoneforge Mystic, who I totally <laughs> am fine with in Legacy. Like. <laughs> I'm totally cool with You're Stone fine with the format that it can get like sort of fire and ice and Umazawa's Jide. All so, bets like, are off in Legacy, man. It's all it's. It, 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 I just love the format. I just like all bets are off. It's like what if everyone is playing high tide every week, like they should be. You know, like is that is that good? Sure. Why is that good? Yeah, I'm I'm confused about that too. I don't understand that. Because it's not going to happen every week. It's that that won't happen in Legacy. If the ten best players in the room decided to play high tide every week, what do you think? What do you think the top eight would look like? But it's just they're they're just running it loose. Like Edgar Flores is like, I'm going to play Callblade in in Legacy because I can. You know, and like he needs Jerry to rein him in and be like, Yo, dude, you need to make level eight. Otherwise, they're just going to play whatever. (laughs) People played Zoo Battle of Wits. Do you think they did that because they thought they were going to win the tournament? Because they don't care. They're like, Dude, oh, I'm going to do this thing. how goofy. awesome that was going to be, like, if yeah, everyone It's It's that. goofy. It's cool. But, like, if people just played the decks that they should play, you wouldn't think that the format is as great as you think it is. What it sounds like yeah. to me is that is that what exactly what Joe wants in a format is to is just this diversity, whether or not, uh, it, you know, the, he wants people to be able to play Zoo Battle of Wits in a format or uh, or just be goofy with things and actually... Yeah, but it's, it's not Ravnica-era standard. If this were Ravnica-era standard, that would be a reasonable thing to think about. But we play a different game than that now. Like, there's all Tier 1 cards now. You can't... If you don't either play Tier 1 cards, you don't win. But that's the way they designed the game. If it, like, Ravnica-era standard, <laughs> Lightning Helix is about as strong as, like, all the other cards you could play. You know, like, the best creature in the format is Skeletal Vampire, you know? It's a six-drop 3-3, three, three. but then it's the best creature in the format. You know, like, you, 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 you look at that and be like, oh, yeah, the decisions that you make are very different in a, in a format like that where all the cards are exactly as powerful as each other. Like, what's the most dominating thing that can happen? A Loxodon Hierarch? You can't even play that anymore. Can you imagine Loxon Hurricane, formerly the number one creature in all of, all of standard? 4-4 four, four for 4, gain 4 life with another ability. 
no longer good enough to play in Magic. <laughs> like, it's... I mean, we don't play that game anymore. Since, um... What's the one that came after Time Spiral? Planar Chaos? Oh, oh the set, the set. Yeah, uh, Planar Chaos, yeah. Since Planar Chaos, we've been playing a different game. You know, like Damnation came out, and then Tarmogoyf came out, and we don't play that game anymore. You know, like, Tarmogoyf was it. That was the line. And then Lorwyn came, and there was Planeswalkers for the first time, and then they printed Bitter Blossom. This is a clearly a different game. The game where Lightning Heal was about as good as cards could get. I think uh, I think what happens, I mean, and it's probably in general for every format, but it, it's that decks, the good players pick up good decks and do well with them, and then everybody else, or at least the majority, will look at the top eight and go, these are the decks that are worth playing, and so they pick up those same decks rather than trying to play something different, and then then FNM, everybody's got the same decks that were in the last top eight, and when the more, you know, the, the last top eight tends to be dominated by the same deck, everybody's like, well, that's clearly the same, the, the deck that's good, because these good players are winning with it, so I'm going to take it, so it's just more and more people keep playing the same deck, and that's why it looks like a, a terrible format when in reality maybe there, these other options are there and if good players picked up these other decks they would do well with them too like if Jerry were to play uh, you know a Genesis Wave deck he may top 8 with it and if he kept, kept playing it every week and kept making top 16 and top 8 and winning then suddenly people would say oh well Genesis Wave is, is actually really good it's just the matter is that he keeps picking up Callblade you know Jerry obviously just a random example but well, I think that the the format right now is to find more about cards than I think about than decks. I think that's part of what makes Cobbled so special mm-hmm. is that it's a deck that's you know composed of a bunch of really good cards, like literally the best cards in the format up until that point. And you can't in the game that we play, you can't escape the power of the cards. You know, like I think part of what Big Head was complaining about it. It's like, Stone Fortune Mystics is too good. Yeah, it's like the best card in the format, more or less. It's either the first or the second best card in the format. Um, at least up until New Phyrexia, that was true. And it's arguable that the card's even better because of Batter Skull and Sword of War and Peace, right? Mm-hmm. But that's different than, than, you know, saying that there's all these different... Like, decks are like an abstract concept. You know, cards are like a concrete concept. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that, like, what I guess I'm getting at is, like, Big Head, do you think that diversity, like, a lot of diversity in the abstract is good for standard? Uh, yeah, I think that diversity is good in I mean, a lot of diversity, like 20 decks. No, not in standard. There aren't 20 decks in standard. There could be. There could in, be. In other formats, there have been. But the, I think that that's actually blatantly bad. I think no, I think made, 20 is too much. I what, think there's that 40 decks 2 is you too like few. Like, there are, like, two... Well, I, I mean, think, in, in a format like Standard, with the, such a small card pool, I don't know. Like, with a larger card pool, obviously you're going to have a billion decks. I think, you know? you want, I think you want five decks. And one of those decks is going to be better than most of the other decks. At, 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 at more than, like, five decks you stop rewarding preparation because a, a good player can't prepare for really can't really prepare for more than five decks. The, the it's, it's just the, the, the amount that his deck is, is asked to do is taxed from different angles gets to be prohibitive when there's too many different unique strategies and standard pre new Phyrexia had more than five decks. So I don't know. I don't know. Like just a couple of them do really well much better than the other ones, but I honestly think that has more to do with the players. 
I mean, Cobblade's it's a special, it's a magical deck. It's really, really great. But I think part of what makes it so great is that it rewards the good players. It, I don't know. Like, would you recognize that red? What are you, what they call it? Angry Birds and Dark Blade? Are these unique decks, or are they just Cobblade? Do you? I mean, they can just be Cobblade. It's okay. I don't. I don't think it. I mean, it's not the fact that. There are different, I mean, the different versions exist, and that's fine, but, I, I mean, it just all comes back to the fact that every deck has Stoneforge Mystic in it. If like, they don't. Black Blue Control doesn't yeah. have Stoneforge Mystic in it. Pyromancer essentially doesn't have play, Stoneforge like, Mystic plays, in it. Like, but who plays Blue Black Control? There was a Grand Prix, like, not two months ago, that had that was won by Blue Black Control, smashing Callblade decks. I'd be like, Guillaume Waffle Tapa played Blue Black Control into Cobblade in Texas, did well. Like, I mean, I don't know, he didn't top eight, but like, you know, he did pretty well. Yeah, you know, they, they, it's competitive. Like, the, the Blue Black Control won the World Championships, it was played in the Mirror Match. It was the only, I mean, pre Cobblade, that was the deck. And the tournament I just played in, you know, there was a Mono Green Eldrazi deck uh, that made the elimination rounds. You can play other decks. They're just not as good as Cobblade. But, like, it's not to say that they're, like, not good at all. They can win tournaments, just not as often as Cobblade. They just never do. <laughs> they, but they don't because the good players don't choose those decks. Like, yeah. the, 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 what's good about the format is the good players win. But part of the good players winning is they're choosing better decks. That's huge. What, what you just said, Mike, I think is a huge point in what you're saying. I agree. To, what you're I saying, like, Yeah, like, the... the What's good about the format is the good players win. When it's bad, when the good players lose because oops, like, I twin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now you're going in a completely different uh, direction. Yeah. Oops, I twin was our name for the uh, the Splinter Twin combo decks, Mike. I don't know if you realize that, but uh, I, I figured that out. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, we, we we were talking about it on uh, on the coverage, but yeah, like it, it, I think that's a really big. I think actually, what I think is. You guys are just uh, – you guys have different positions or different opinions possibly, and maybe you agree somewhat too, but about what is healthy. Joe favors diversity while you favor a format where the good players win, where I think you both want diversity in a oh, format I where like, the good players win. I like win. diversity. I right. like unlimited diversity. And I don't know what number that Joe thinks is a good number because there's already more than five decks you can play in standard. But there's always going to be a best deck. You know, like, there's never been a format where there wasn't a deck that was better than other decks. As a sure, but I just don't think there's ever been a format where you just, just been as many versions of that deck. It's a, we live in a world of tier one cards. Like, I always make these top ten lists, so there's a reason. That's how magic works right now. The magic that we play right now is different from magic we played during Ravnica era. It's different than we played during Kamigawa era. That, that was a tier two metagame. But cards were all equally powerful. Like, Umazawa's Jide and Gifts Given were a little bit more powerful than the other cards, but they weren't that much more powerful. Lightning Helix was about as good as it was. Dark Confident was about as good as it was in a format. But all the cards were about that good. Right. Yeah. Like, the, what's better, Lockdown Hierarch or Dark Confident? You know, like, I don't know. I mean, Dark Confident's... Confident. Yeah, it's way better because <laughs> it costs less mana. You can play it in big formats. But, like, in standard, Dark Confidant wasn't better. It didn't outperform. Lockdown Hierarch significantly outperformed Dark Confidant in most tournaments. Yeah. The, the, the cards are about as... They're, I'm, just, I'm not saying... Obviously, Dark Confidant in long run is a better card. It costs less. All that matters really in Magic is how much things cost. So it costs two mana instead of four mana. You're going to expect it to outperform it over a long time because you can't play Lockdown Hierarch in Type 1. I mean, that... 
You just can't. Cards that cost four don't get played like that. You have to be Jace to, to, to see three and take one if you cost That's because Gattic gets played. It doesn't matter the reason. Ban Gaddock Teague in Vintage. There we go. Done. I mean, like, but the, the arguments that people make just, they don't make any sense. Like, they're just internally inconsistent. Like, what do you want out of the, the format? I want to have a certain number of decks. You have a certain number of decks. The reason that you see few decks in the top is because good players choose those decks. Not because you can't play other decks. It's There's really always better decks. Like, like, I mean, when John Finkel won the World Championship in 2000, he was like, I don't understand why I go to a tournament now and I look around the room and every player is not playing Tinker. That's what he said. So the deck is so much better than any other deck that you could play that you're just a moron if you're not playing it. And for the most people, did most people play Tinker? No. The cards weren't that expensive. How much does Tinker cost at the time? 50 cents? You know, the expensive card is like a $3 Grim Monolith. But people didn't play it. I don't know why players who aren't playing well choose the decks that they play. I, I mean, you're going to go crazy if you try to figure that question out. So I've chosen not to. <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is, he, he literally said that. He looked at um, it was a grudge match qualifier that I won. He looked around at me and said, I don't understand. Why isn't every player in this room playing Tinker? I just won the world championship with it, and it's the best deck I've ever played. And, you know, it's... The, the, you know, if you guys recall, like the number of Tinker decks in the top two was two. <laughs> was that was that him and and Bob Meyer? Yeah, him and Bobby. Yeah. I mean, like it was. It's just you. Know, like the anything else, it's just speculation. It's just like people have opinions about things that are not necessarily grounded in logic or facts. It's like in standard. Pre new Frexy, you could play a you could play Black Blue Control. Good players did well with it. You know, Yomafu Tapa, top eight at a Grand Prix. You, know, you could play Monoway Control. Monoway Control is very good deck. It's not very good against against Primeval Titan decks. Like you can play Primeval Titan deck. You know, Raphael Levy, big fan of Raphael Levy. If you played Mono Green Eldrazi, that consistently did well. Against Jace decks, if you, you know, believe what he says about that. Um, Rug decks did only a little bit worse than Callblade decks in the grand scheme of things for quite a long time. You know, decent players, good players, you know. Or in the case of, like, that Grand Prix in Texas, the best players in the world of Rug would do well with Rug decks. That's not a sign of a format that is unhealthy or not or not, uh, not diverse. I, or, you know, Star City Edison. Patrick Sullivan comes in with his mono-red deck. Right. Easily smashes the tournament. Right, but could he do that now with sort of worm piece in the format? I mean, like, but he's not I'm asked bad. to do it now with sort of worm piece in the format. He didn't prepare for a tournament. He didn't prepare for a format with cards that he didn't anticipate. Well, yeah, but I'm just I'm, I'm saying he would play a different red deck now. But you're talking about I, a different. Could Patrick Sullivan win a win a tournament against sort of worm piece? Yes, yes, he can. I am sure he can. Sure <laughs> Would he? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, he can. <laughs> Do you see the pile that he made top eight of a legacy tournament with? <laughs> the dude is the definition of playing an unplayable deck in legacy, and he's still top eight. He's like a really good friend of mine, and he is a master of mono red, like a stone master of mono red. Do you think they should just replace Chandra with Pat Sullivan as the new planeswalker in M13 or something? That's a good idea. Nice, like, nice he's flavorful. I, I'm being completely serious. Like I am you can too. play whatever the f you want to play, dude. Like it just so happens that the best players choose Callblade because it's the greatest deck of all time. 
Cobblade is the best standard deck that ever existed. I'm not denying that either. If that's not a bad thing, there has to be a best deck ever. And it's wonderful that we live in an era when the best deck can be manifested and we can watch it play every week and have good players be successful. None of those things is bad. The majority of the complaints come around the fact that Jace costs $100. I don't think – yeah, but again, like I said, I don't think Jace is the issue. Like Most I, people do. Yeah. I know. I know. I mean, I but like So Fortune Mystic is a really good card. Jace is a really good card. You know, I, Watsi doesn't control the secondary market prices. No, sure. I don't think prices – I mean pricing – a card should never be banned due to how much it costs. Like that's just a silly – Some card. people disagree with you. you. You should see my inbox. I bet. You guys should make Jace's more available so that more people can play Cobblade. That was an email I got this week. <laughs> I should? Okay. Well, you know, whatever whatever floats your boat, brah. But the fact of the matter is, you know, you could play five different... If Pat Sullivan wanted to play Star City Open every week, and he wanted to play his red deck, he would figure out a way. So, sure. uh, I, I think, um, you know, we, we've gone on this for a while, and I think this is, that's pretty much uh, we, all the time we have... You know, for, for the episode, we've we've been on for about an hour and a half. Uh, Can I guys, just say something? Yeah, I was going to say, do you guys have any anything you wanted to add at the end here? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm really glad that, uh, I mean, even though I was only on the call for a short amount of time, um, I'm glad that we, uh, I guess it's been over an hour, hasn't it? I guess it was Almost that, an hour, yeah. I guess it wasn't that short of an amount of time. No. It, felt, it felt like it went by really fast. Um, but I'm glad that we talked about this because it definitely gave me a better perspective um, on on the format, you know what I mean. I, I you know Mike Mike loves standard. I know that, and that's cool. And like, it's good to have somebody. You oh, know, dude, like, I love like, magic. I hate standard sometimes. Sure, this is a good standard. That's why I like it. And and I and I and I like that perspective that I don't really see is that you know, I mean, we're so used to just watching the same players top eighting every week not uh, not always the exact same players but you know what i mean we have players who consistently top eight and i think that's a sim or um you know a, a result of something like scg live happening yeah, you know if, that- if we didn't have the open series if you didn't have scg live we would have a very very everyone would have a very different perspective of standard it's it's true it's very true and and, and, and i guess just highlighting particular players but it's good that we are right this yeah oh i agree fun. Oh, I agree. It's great. I think it's great that we have uh, that we have the opens and that um, you know, and that we can see these tournaments happen every single week. It's amazing. Um, you know, uh, I, I feel like I still would rather see a more diverse format with where more uh, like a wider variety of decks had a very good chance to win. Like, like if 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 there were. If I felt like there were five decks that could win a tournament, yes, there are more than five decks in standard. I agree with that. Wait, wait let's, let me stop you for a second. Let's just talk about pre-New Phyrexia standard for a second. Nobody knows enough about New Phyrexia standard to make any, like, lasting correct commentary. But can't we rattle off five decks that have done well and or won Star City Opens? Pre-New Phyrexia, yeah, but, that's, but that, I, I feel like that's almost irrelevant at this point. Like, I feel like... Yeah, but, but Cobblade isn't even close to the best deck anymore. So it's a, you can't bitch about Stoneforge Mystic. How can you say that Callblade isn't close to the best deck anymore? Because the rest of the world has just not caught up with the technology level yet. The difference between <laughs> Exarch Twin... I'm, I'm completely serious. Like, if you just think about the facts, like, don't even think about the hype. And, you know, like If I hype something, I'm enthusiastic. But just think about the facts. One of these decks wins on the fourth turn. 
if it's unmolested. One of these decks can only be interacted with with mana leak or specifically chosen cards. Your opponent has to choose specific cards. They have like regular cards. They can't interact with you at all. One of these decks, if you tap mana on your own turn, after turn three, you're dead. Cobblade never had any of that. You watch open series a month from now. See how many Cobblades are, are succeeding. I'm just going to start main decking four Torpor Orbs. I, can't. I don't know what that does. <laughs> it's the one that shuts off comes into play abilities. Of creatures. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to be... <laughs> Dude, that, 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 that's that, not good. It shuts off, it shuts off uh, De- uh, Deceiver Exarch. It shuts You're going to lose to Consecrate Eagle. When you do these... <laughs> you lose Consecrated Sphinx when you, when you do these things. Or you just lose to Jace. <laughs> and they cast into the world and then kill you. You think that if O4 Wall, who's designed to stop the Splinter Twin combo, can't stop Splinter Twin, you think Torpor Orb is going to stop them? That's <laughs> just a joke. I'm not seriously going to main deck four Torpor Orbs. But, it's a, but just like, you have to pick to do something. Joe's building TorporSkite.deck. I, I, well, I, I, no, I am building, I am building a, uh, a deck for Legacy um, that's kind of a Torpor Orb Zoo kind of deck, just for fun, just to try it but out. The cards you need to are like, I don't know which ones are the right ones, but I mean like Whiplash Trap, Active Aggression, you know, these kind of cards maybe are good against Exarch. But like, it, it's the format's too new. People just haven't caught up yet. I mean, and the, some well, some players. What? I mean, what I really, I mean, the, the, the way it, what it really comes down to is, we'll see. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, 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 trust me about this. It's just, it's so not close. Like the technology level, the speed level of the Exarch Twin, and I'm not saying my deck is the best. It probably is of the. I mean, of the decks that we've seen, it's probably the best of the the Exarch Twin decks. But it can, I'm sure, it can be improved upon. But the fact of the matter is, one of these decks, literally, if your opponent taps four mana on his own turn, he's dead. How yeah. is that in the same league as Cobblade? No, sure. And, 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 you know, honestly, like, Mike, I'm I'm really glad to see one of the good guys come out and, and, and win one. You know, I'm really glad to see you come out and win with a new, exciting deck. You know, that's, a, that's always great for me to see. And it was such a relief. Um, as much as I like Edgar, it was such a relief to hear that you stormed into this tournament with, you know, with a new deck and just... That I posted smashed, the day before. And that you smashed face with, you know, and, and it's, I think that's fantastic. And, uh, and I'm really glad that you did that, especially because you were wearing a UMTG Tap shirt. Um, yeah, where's the this format rewards consistent. It, it rewards everything that's good in Magic. Consistent mana, you know, decision-making... Good deck selection. I mean, I, I like. What, I, what do you want? Like, do you want these formats that are just about explosive opening draws? Like, good players don't win in those formats, or they don't win enough. They like win. You know, the formats where the good players win sixty percent of their matches instead of eighty or ninety percent of their matches are much worse because it encourages people to not practice. You know, yeah. like Infinity format. By the end of that format, it was miserable. Yeah. That's how I feel this format could potentially become if uh, if something isn't done about Stone Fortress. Mystic. That's just me. I know people don't agree, and I mean not everyone agrees. A lot of people. I, I agree. Stone Fortress is super powerful, but it's not the best anymore. Like, but we'll it, see. Nothing yeah. has to be done about Stone Fortress. Dude, Stone Fortress Mystic. Literally, what's its what's its resume? You look, look at Stone Fortress resume. I get a sword. I have the opportunity to make you spend. I don't know another four mana on me. 
That's what it says? What's, what's the Seaver Exarch's resume? You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seaver Exarch, literally his job description is, your best case scenario is I just resolve a Jace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these are not equal. No, it's cool. It's so and powerful. It we- has flash. <laughs> it would still be insane. I'm going to wrap it up with just saying like what I've been saying now for the past few weeks is that we just a couple weeks ago we didn't even have new Phyrexia yet and uh you know we were just about to get a new set so we just got a new set. I don't think we know enough. I think Mike said that earlier. We don't know enough about this format to see where it's going. Mike obviously has his uh, his opinions and evidence to back it up with his win this past weekend to uh, to say that the format is going in a different direction from Callblade. And um, and I think that that's that's the key right here. We have a new format, and then by in July we're going to have another new format because we're going to have M12. Or, yeah, M12. Is there going to be a banning in June? That's what I heard. Yeah, June 20th is the next announcement. So, Oh, so it's after the Star City Invitational, right? Right. So the potential yeah. is there for it to be banned uh, you know, at the point where, uh, I guess, just before M12. But the thing, in my opinion, that keeps that from happening is that M12 is just around the corner, and that could potentially just shake the format up. As well, and I don't know obviously anything about it, but um, you know we'll we'll see what happens. But I, I just think that there's there's no reason for them to to jump to conclusions right now based on the information we have right now today. Right, they have a month. Right, there's they like have Titans, time. huh? You guys like Titans? I'm kind of I, I don't I don't really want them around. <laughs> I like why? Them. Well, who's a Titan ever heard? The worst is Primeval Titan. Yeah. If the worst thing in the world is there's a six like green creature that's competitive, how is it bad? That's it's, what it's, I want in life. <laughs> it's a six-drop competitive creature. It's, no. uh, seriously, like, you're offended that there's a six-drop green no, creature no, no, that's no, coming no, 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 no. I didn't yeah, say I was oh, offended. I could totally see that being bad. Yes, well, no, I, that's not what I said either. What I, You said, do I like Titans? And I said, I don't want them around. But that's but I didn't get to say why. The reason is just because I was kind of bored of them. I wanted to see things like Vengevine do well, and I feel like they kept the, the Vengevine decks down. And not to say that it's going to happen unless they were to reprint Vengevine, which isn't likely. Uh, but I just it, it was just a more of a boredom thing. I don't think they're bad. I actually like playing with Grave Titan and Frost Titan and Sun Titan. <laughs> you, you like Grave Titan? Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, and maybe, Dude, maybe stones. Yeah, maybe I like Inferno Titan too soon. But it's not pretty evil. <laughs> I just don't like it. But it's okay. Oh, like, man. I don't have anything that you know. It's just that's just a personal opinion. That's not me saying ban the Titans. I'm just it's a personal opinion on on cards I like to play and cards I like to see. So. The- Primeval Titan is like first, second, third, and fourth for me on the top five Titans, and all the other ones are tied for fifth. Fair enough. Moving on, just to just to give you guys some uh, upcoming events. This weekend is GP Providence. We know. Uh, are you talking about me and Mike? Or yeah, I'm just telling you and Mike, yeah. Uh, oh, if anybody well, we else happens to be listening. Are you guys going to that one? Unfortunately Providence? not. God, I wish I was. I have to work Saturday, so there, end of story, so... Yeah, I, uh, I'm not able to make it either, but I, it looks like I'm really excited to, to watch the coverage and see what what comes out of that deck or that out of that tournament. <laughs> Sorry. What? Uh, I predict mental misstep will. Mental misstep eight. will probably make the top eight. Yeah. Man, uh, mental misstep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Why? It makes the format good. <laughs> I'm it kidding. Does. I love the card. Trust me. Again, 
Now I don't want to play any decks without four Force of Wills and four Mental Missteps. But anyway, so you're on you're on the road, dude. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a good way to start. Yeah, I love I, I, I love the format. It's so much fun. You can also play Dredge. Dredge is a good deck too. So of, of the decks that don't have four Force of Will, I think Dredge I've, is. The best. I will build. I will build Dredge. I will build Affinity. Like mark my words. You know, I, I like. I like Affinity. It's probably not not really deserving of how much I like it. But, but it's a fun. It's a fun deck. I mean, there's just so many. Affinity's options. not fun. Affinity's for jerkwads. Yes, it is. But that's the thing. Like Legacy has that jerkwad element with but while still keeping yeah, so the jerkwad playing against team america is not fun i don't <laughs> i do not understand i think Sunkle it's your fun. land sinkhole your land hibitorak you tarmogoyf is they not fun magic no what they don't even play sinkhole anymore it's not even team america anymore it's bug control but of course it's still listed as team america but whatever it's i don't i mean that one playing against hibitorak is not fun oh man but playing it is Yes, yeah, I think it's pretty bad. Playing against it sucks. Yeah. I did. That's the thing. This is what, like, kind of got me, like, turned on to Legacy was I saw Team America and I just went, oh, my God, these are big boy spells. I want to be casting big boy spells. Is that That's the quote that came out of my mouth. I was like, oh, my God, him to Turok. These are big boy spells. Force of will. I want to play with these cards so bad. Like, How I want to big boy spells. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I just I tie it as a big boy. I mean, what what about I don't know. Opera, my, that's a big boy spell. You need a big boy salary to fuck them. Are you guys going to be at the invitational? Uh, unfortunately, no. No, I, I'm going to be at nationals. Uh, first. I need someone to my scandalabras from. I think I'm going to play high tide. Speaking of the invitational, though, we have that coming up in two weeks, as as uh, Mike just said. It's uh, June 4th and 5th, and it's both legacy and standard, just like the. Uh, just like the open series, but this one it's kind of cool because I think it's got legacy standard, and then the top eight is legacy. Right. So uh, that's pretty awesome. And then I think that the second invitational in December is the reverse, where it's got legacy standard in the Swiss, and then top eight standard. So um, also that same weekend, GP Singapore, June fourth and fifth. That's also standard. So it'll be interesting to see what's happening. What do you want, MTG Mom or something? Over. You know all the all the events. Uh, I, I get this information from MTGMom.com. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and then uh, of course the weekend after that, uh, June 11th and 12th, the Star City Games Open Series season two kicks off almost literally in Denver's Invesco Field, home of the Broncos, kicking off the uh, <laughs> oh my god season did you really? two. I did. I had to make an NFL reference, so uh, that that'll be cool. So um, that's what we got coming up, and uh, you know to, to watch coverage of if you can't make it to the events, and I, I definitely am curious to see if we can see more uh, Splinter Twin combo decks do well in the in the next couple weeks. So, uh, thank... And a new deck. Yeah, and an, an additional new deck. Like, Let's see another new deck in the next two weeks, please. Mono that's a, deck, that's all I ask. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't... <laughs> like, I, I mean... I think Hexar Twin is a problem. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's... <laughs> This is XR Twin is not the same as Callblade. You, you will be you will be like, hey, remember when it was Callblade was the best? Yeah, I remember that was that. so great. Can we bring back <laughs> Stoneforge Mystic? <laughs> yeah, guess- unban Stoneforge Mystic. I'm starting the campaign now. <laughs> can we have it so that Sword of Peace and Famine is the best thing you can do again? <laughs> because I don't like this. The games only last four turns. <laughs> I don't like this. You can't cast a spell after turn two. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it's it's pretty depressing to not be the Exar twin player. <laughs> Look at the other. Your opponent's like, oh, okay, it's a spell on three three. Oh, you're dead. <sighs> dead again. Well, uh, on that note, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. Thanks, Mike, for for joining us again. We, we love having you on. It kind of, Always kind of bringing a top eight magic flavor to Yo MTG Taps, uh, but really just just the Michael Flores uh, flavor. So thank you very nah, much. Nah, he brought the top one flavor this week, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, congratulations on your win. I think this is the first tournament I've won since my son has been alive. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And you'll always remember which shirt you were wearing when you when you won. I know we will. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thank you for uh, for sporting our shirt at the uh, at the tournament as well. As always, we are Yo MTG Taps. Stop bitching. Start playing Legacy. As always, we are Yo MTG Taps. Stop bitching, start playing Legacy. Ooh, good <laughs> outro that, music. Yeah, the outro music just started, so uh, don't I like music. that. That was good. <laughs> what is that? What? Uh, I'm on ESPN.com, and I uh, I was looking at the Cavs. I'm not Cavs. Obviously not Cavs. The <laughs> Bulls versus Heat preview, and I accidentally moused over an Axe Effect ad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Mike. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, yeah, do you want me to say that? Yeah, go ahead and say your line. Yeah. <clears throat> Can I say stop bitching, start playing Legacy? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Stop bitching, start playing Legacy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mouse over that music again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>